Welcome to the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. Dr. Cepeda will discuss all the issues you face when losing weight, creating effective exercise design, and training with intensity. Dr. Cepeda is a health and exercise science researcher specializing in obesity, program design, and mindful behavioral changes. Be sure to stop by drclintcepeda.com for more information. And now, here is Dr. C. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Mindful Personal Training with Dr. C, Dr. Clint Cepeda, just talking to you and having a conversation with you. Thanks for visiting. And this week, we are talking about something that I I really think will hit home with a lot of you. And uh, I'd like to think it hits home with the other half of you sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't. Uh, This week, we're talking about women and the ugly truth. Now, this is something that I hear from all kinds of people and as far as the women and the ladies go. And it's some of the highlights that I picked from some of the conversations with many, many of the hardworking professional ladies of the world. And I say that because they are. And when you see what they can do in a day's time versus what maybe a father does traditionally, you kind of step back and go, wow, you do not get paid enough for what you do professionally and at the home. And I wanted to recognize that because I understand that. I hear the stories all the time, especially for those women that put their family first, which is very, very common. And in some cultures, that's just how it is. But when we talk about women and the ugly truth, the ugly truth is that they are suffering. The ugly truth is that they will always put their family first and their health last every time. It's very rare that you'll see a a great balance. And it's very rare that you'll see those that get encouraged to keep that balance going because of all the demands they have professionally and especially the demands at home. Now, when I did my research For my dissertation, I was very, very curious to find out if it can be gender specific as far as a sample size, but I did pick a group that I thought was very representative of a professional lady. And that sample size was a great sample size um, because it did have a great, I guess, opinion about each generational age group. And what I found was as professional ladies, it is hard to balance exercising at the end of a workday with the demands of trying to get home on time and go to their their other full-time job, rather, being at home as a daily life scheduler. That would be one of the ugly truths that women have that nobody really wants to talk about. One of the challenges of having a woman And a mom who is professionally driven is that they can focus on the career and multitask, but that full-time job coming home and being the daily life scheduler is so intricate that even writing it in a dry erase board, you don't have enough space. They know exactly what kid is doing, what time, who their coaches are. In addition to who their teachers are, in addition to who their tutors are, they also know the garbage schedule. They also understand what time this particular child needs to be at this particular play date. They understand the strengths and weaknesses of each child. Now, this is just coming home. 
and taking care of their families. As a daily life scheduler, they are great at scheduling everybody but themselves for exercise and wellness. They enjoy seeing their families happy when the meal is there in front of them and catching up on their child's day. It's a great feeling for them to do that. But the flip side of the daily life scheduler, one of the ugly truths for women that are not in shape, is that there is no time. At least that's what they think. Now you can say, well, Clint, you don't know my life. I don't know. I don't know your life. You're absolutely right. But what I'd like to think is that your life does have room for exercise. You can do it because guess what? As the daily life scheduler, you are in charge. You have always been in charge. So when you take a look at adding exercise into your life, who better to do it than the person who's in charge? Another ugly truth for those women that want to get back in shape, and it just seems impossible to do so, is that you are everyone's manager. You are everyone's coach. You are everyone's teacher. And in some cases, moms, you're the dad as well. But you belong to everyone. You manage everyone, whether it's emotionally, daily, academically, athletically, being the disciplinarian. You manage all those things, whether you have one child or you have five. So when you are everyone's manager, you are depleted to be your own manager. That is an ugly truth. Another ugly truth is that you are emotionally strong, but you are physically and mentally tired. You can go to bat 1000%, but when you take a self-inventory test for yourself as a physical and mentally fit well-being, you're tired, you're drained, and you can't do it. You do have enough energy to muster yourself to handle everybody's emotional ups and downs in your household, but for you, it's tough. And that's an ugly truth. And then finally, another ugly truth that you guys may never ever talk about is you're always last. You're going to put everybody first, but you will always be last. You will put everybody forward in times of need, whether they need to eat first, homework first, meetings first, your job and the duties that entail that first, the daily schedule that we talked about, that has to come first, but you will always be last. Those truths, being a daily life scheduler, everyone's manager, physically and mentally tired on a daily basis, and putting everyone first will create weight gain, depression, lack of motivation to take care of one's health. These are ugly truths that, quite frankly, need to be addressed and need to be stopped. Now, how do you do it? As a woman, a professional lady, a mom, a mom manager at home, and for some of you guys, professional managers in your workplace, you have to adopt first thinking. And I've touched upon this before. First thinking is the total opposite of you taking yourself last. But it's a fine line between first thinking and being selfish. Now, I think inherently the design of a mother can never be selfish. So you got that going for you. You got mom guilt, but you're not selfish. You can't be inherently as a mother when you start having children. It just takes over your life. 
And that's a good thing. There is nothing wrong with that. But you can set boundaries and you can add some first thinking to your daily schedule. Then how does that work? Well, for instance, if you know your schedule because you are in charge of it, once again, it's the ugly truth, then you can afford to switch a couple of things around that gives you an opening of maybe a 30 to 45 minute window. For example, in first thinking, yes, I am talking about getting up early in the morning. Now you can't sit here and go, I can't, I can't. I don't believe in I can'ts because if you can't do it in the morning, then you better sure do it at night. So pick one. Don't leave yourself excuses and reasons of why you can't. You're in charge of the schedule. Most of you are. You are in charge of the schedule. Now, if you're saying that you're running from the daycare to pick up the kids and you're in town and it's a five hour commute or it's a 15, 20 minute commute between work and home, that's great. Some of you guys may have an hour commute. Okay, so let me ask you this. Would it be beneficial for you that right after work, I know you want to get out of the city, you want to get home as fast as possible, but would it be beneficial to create a schedule because you are in charge of it? To create a schedule to where somebody else may be able to pick up the child on a Monday or a Wednesday from daycare, a family member, your spouse, a good family friend, an older sibling, just so you can work on that Monday or Wednesday or maybe both and get straight to the gym or get straight home, change your clothes and go out for a run. Is that possible or feasible? You're in charge of the schedule. Being Being in charge of the schedule doesn't necessarily mean that you can't ask for help. So when you are trying to find the time to train, exercise, run, row, lift, push, pull, whatever, because you're in charge of it, you may have to ask for help or a modification of the schedule on every Monday or every Wednesday or every Thursday, whatever day you want to pick. Maybe that may work. Or if that's not an option, then maybe you should wake up early in the morning. Now, granted, it will suck the first couple of days that you do that. But you will get into a rhythm and you will get into a pattern that is successful and manageable for you. I want to encourage you and tell you that the schedule doesn't have to be permanent. You control it. It's flexible. So if this week a Monday and Wednesday works and next week it doesn't, then change it to a Tuesday, Thursday. If you can't get a neighbor to do it, then talk and communicate with your spouse. You all have friends. Use your community, and the things around you to help you, especially if you're struggling to try and find time to schedule exercise or some type of movement. It is possible. I've seen all sorts of people in life to make the necessary adjustments when pushed. So consider consider this your push. Now, the second ugly truth is that you're everyone's manager. You know, in the corporate world, do you know what we call that? micromanaging. Let it go. Now for the little babies that you got, of course you're their manager, but sometimes you don't have to manage everything. You have to give up responsibility or delegate it or get some help once again, like the daily life scheduling to kind of get help elsewhere. You cannot be everyone's manager and expect you to have, expect yourself to have enough energy, time and effort and determination to manage yourself. Because once you're everyone's manager, all that energy that you thought you were going to have at the end of the day, because you were motivated and determined to run at 5 or 6 p.m. when you got home, it's gone. You've already used that energy. 
So delegate a little bit more or give some responsibility to somebody else. If you have a older sibling in your brood and they can run over and drop little Johnny to piano or little Sally to soccer practice, okay, then that saves you some time. If you communicate with your spouse some needs that you have, maybe that'll open up a dialogue to have a better schedule. But you can't be everyone's manager and then expect you to have enough energy to manage yourself. Another ugly truth is, I think one of the big ones is, is being emotionally strong, but yet you're physically and mentally tired. That's probably the number one thing I hear in the office that I hear online, that I hear over the phone. You, I take care of everybody else, but when it comes to me, and that'll lead into the fourth ugly truth. But being emotionally strong takes away from your emotional foundation, your emotional bank. People keep withdrawing from you. And the next thing you know, you are physically and mentally tired. Emotions run high when you had a bad day at work. Then you got to deal with stuff at home. It's no wonder why you're tired. It's okay to be emotionally strong. But you have to leave a little bit in the tank for yourself. Because if you don't, it becomes a vicious cycle. Now, one of the things that you can be emotionally strong with is that we all have friends and family members that just everything happens wrong to them. Everything that does happen is wrong and they are defeated and they're victimized and it just never goes well for them. You may want to kind of, for lack of a better term, distance yourself from that type of energy. I didn't say distance yourself from them, but from that type of energy. Man, I'm sorry that happened to you, but you know, I got to go. Or responding to certain emails or social media posts that you really shouldn't be acknowledging. If it's not positive energy your way, when you're trying to start positive traction, you cannot be emotionally strong for those people because you will have nothing in the tank at the end of the day. This is especially true when it's coupled with a bad day at work and then bad things at home. There's no motivation there. And you wonder why there's no motivation because you're emotionally drained. Then you become physically and mentally tired. And then who wants to work out after that? No one. So to be emotionally strong, pick and choose your winners. You don't want people that are draining you with negative connotations, negative feedback, things that aren't going to push you in the right direction. Now, being negative and being critical are two different things. Criticism is good. That leads to positive results. Negative feedback and negative criticisms only lead to make you feel bad about yourself. So for those that are emotional vampires around you, whether they're at work or in some cases, maybe even at home or in your social circle, Distance yourself from the negative emotional energy. You don't have to respond to everything and you can't solve everybody's problems. Once you start doing that, you will find that there's a little bit more emotional strength in that bank of yours at the end of the day than it would be if you indulge those people. And finally, you put everybody first except yourself. You want to make everybody happy in your family, in your social circle, and at work. But at what cost? 50 pounds overweight, pre-diabetic hypertension, sore knees, tipping the scales at almost obesity. Instead of you having pant sizes that are eight, six, 
maybe 10. They're heading into 16s, 18s. You keep buying bigger clothes every year. For some of you, it's tough. You buy bigger clothes at the beginning of the year and at the end of the year. At what cost do we put everybody in front of us and yet leave our mental faculties and emotional strength behind? The proof is in the pudding because take a look at the body that you're trying to change. At what cost? When does it end? You need to find a balance of putting people first, but also having your interest first. There is a balance. For example, if your friends are encouraging you to get together after work because you had a bad day and that you need it, that's fine. But you have to realize putting yourself in that situation and then you come home and then you have to deal with your family, your kids, your spouse, and then it turns into nighttime and you're ready to go to bed. You put, of course, your family first. I get that. It would have been different if you didn't put that nice happy hour at the end of work first because you wanted to make everybody happy. You didn't want to be the party pooper. You wanted to hang out with your friends. It has a time and a place. But none of those two, neither of those two situations had anything to do with you being healthy, physically, rested, maybe say no sometimes to some people. And think of yourself first and say, hey, I have to catch you next time. And I got to get my 45 minutes in. That's all I got. That's what I scheduled for. And then you're ready to go home and take on the day. Or here's another situation. You have a particular child who's always late to everything. And on this day, when you scheduled yourself to go to the gym or to do some cardio, lift some weights, they were late to whatever event. Now you're stuck trying to drive them over or you're stuck trying to get them to where they need to be. You know, when I was growing up, if that happened and we were chronic as far as being late and creating these situations, tough luck. That's your choice. Other people's choices cannot impact yours, especially if you are the daily life scheduler, you're everyone's manager, you're physically and mentally tired. These ugly truths have a common theme to them. It's other people's decisions and actions that impact yours. So to sum it all up, the ugly truths are dependent on other people. It's about time you can be dependent or should be dependent on yourself. You can adopt first thinking. You can adopt to change the schedule just a tad bit. So that way you can start thinking about yourself in a physical emotional, spiritual, and mental capacity. Don't think that people will think less of you. Your family will love you no matter what, but it's about time you start loving yourself. And the only way to do that is change these ugly truths, still be that professional lady that we all know and love, but find that balance by putting yourself first every once in a while. And I'm not just talking once a week and, you know, okay, well, that'll suffice. No, find a balance and you can. Everybody's situation is different. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's family dynamic is different. But those ugly truths are in every family with a mom who does a great 
job, severely underpaid, thankless sometimes. With that regard, think about yourself every once in a while. And so that way we can change those ugly truths to weight loss, a successful training regimen, a balance in your life that you're not afraid to wear clothes that aren't mom clothes, that you get your confidence back. You turn around and you create first thinking for yourself and your personal life. So that way it's not always you last. That's going to do it this week for Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. We appreciate all the support. And if you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to drop us a line. Stop by www.drclintcepeda.com. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A. That gets misspelled all the time. We'll see you next week. Take care. Remember, stay healthy, stay well, and stay fit. Dr. Clint Cepeda has a research background in health science and exercise sports science with a focus in obesity and mindfulness. The statements made in this podcast are for educational and motivational purposes only.